This is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 113 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode The Grand Lego Journey. Uh, but I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Subscribe to the show on iTunes and the Google Play Store. It's the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. It's got a black background with some smoke. Uh, or you can write me an email at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Uh, yeah. So I'm calling this episode The Grand Lego Journey because there is a game that I played that's a very short game on Steam. It's pretty cheap. It's 19.99 right now. And it's called um, Lego Builder's Journey. Um, and it's based on like a Lego set, like an abstract Lego set. You don't even play as minifigs. You play as kind of like you know what we used to do before minifigs like pieces of legos with the little headpiece the little body piece uh you play the son and later the father of this pair of people kind of going on this little adventure um but before i talk about that let me just talk about sadness um lately i've been feeling a little like i think there's a difference between depression and sadness and i've been, been reading uh articles about this in um, The Guardian, and I think Psychology Today. Uh, it's going to be a bigger topic. I'm going to talk about a little bit more next episode. But because um, I want to do a little bit of research and find the right articles to kind of back up how I feel about it. But uh, yeah, I've just had this like little bit of sadness just kind of on the corners lately of my life. Um, and I've been starting to feel it a little bit more. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of research to that. But also I think it's, uh, you know, th this uh, game, even though it's kind of, uh, you know, it's an abstract puzzle room game where it's kind of like this diorama set of the father and son on various adventures. They first start at the beach. I'm going to spoil this game, by the way. Uh, it's only about two hours long. So... You know, you could say, oh, $20 for two hours. But uh, it gave me the feels. Uh, I thought the puzzles were good. Um, I did have some technical problems with the game. Uh, you have to... This game uses ray tracing, which is kind of a new technology, new graphics card. You have to kind of use, utilize that. You can play it in like a classic mode that is like low settings. I just had a lot of problems. The game only takes about an hour and a half to finish. I played it for five hours. I kept having to exit the game. It kept crashing. I kept having to go to Google and see why it was crashing. The good news is, though, the game was released. Uh, it's by Lightbrick Studios, which is maybe about 12 people. There was some European names. I'm thinking, like, anyway, it was somewhere in Europe. And it was released on June 22nd, 2021. It is on iPhones, if you have iPhones. I don't know if it's on the Google Play Store, but it was advertised as being on iOS. So you could play it there. Obviously, it doesn't enable ray tracing, but you could still play the game. It's probably much cheaper in there. I didn't see how much it was in the iOS store, but it's, you know. Um, yeah, and so I, using my PC, just had problems. Uh, again, I, it's an hour and a half game. I played it for five hours because I kept trying to install it here and there and lowering the settings and checking uh, all the PC shenanigans of checking to make sure your drivers are up to date, that everything's working. Do you have... DirectX 11 installed, like all this stuff where you have to do web searches and it gets frustrating. So there was a little bit of frustration with the game, but I think 
the the crux of the game is you are mostly playing as the little boy uh, and you and your father you guys are building stuff together first year on the beach then you go home you build some things it's very adorable uh, there's a section with a fire I played that section twice it's basically you're camping with your father and he starts a little campfire and he shows you how to start a fire and there's no dialogue in this game it's all you can hear like mini figs getting clicked together like you would a Lego set they have a few sound effects here and there but it, it's a great it, it's a great emote game you know it emotes all this emotion uh, without any dialogue whatsoever so that was really cool um, I wrote down, uh, when the ray tracing was working on my graphics card before I had to put it to low settings and I had all the problems, you can actually see fingerprint, um, excuse me, fingerprint smudges on the Lego bricks, which is amazing to me. Uh, so it looks like people have physically placed these bricks down. Like in the diorama, you'll get like a flat surface and then there'll be things around it. Um, and that was really cool to see that. Then I started to have problems and had to lower the settings. It still looks good on low settings. It's a ima- I imagine what it would probably look like on phones, on newer phones. Um, uh, yeah, I have a 2070 uh, RTX card. Uh, it says it supports anything from a 2060 up. So I don't. I was just having problems again. I, I'm not faulting the game. You know, a developer makes a game and you think, okay, so you know we're gonna release this on iPhones and PCs. Here's kind of what we're shooting for for specs, and they don't know everybody's you know build. There's no way they can plan for that. Uh, so uh, I will say the soundtrack is really good. I'm just kind of going through my notes here. Generally, the soundtrack is very chill. And uh, maybe some of the sadness really had to do with my father. Uh, you know, my dad taught me to build things, and we did lots of stuff together. We fished. Uh, we, we weren't campers, but we did go on hikes every once in a while when we went out of town to Eastern Washington. But he did teach me how to use tools and build things, and so maybe that's some of it. There's also this kind of subplot of you when you guys get home, your father, you hear an alarm go off, and your father has to go to work, and that's very sad. You know, the son's building something, and when his dad goes to work, he knocks it over because obviously he's upset that his father uh, has to go to work. And then they do the monotony of work where you have to play as the father and basically build these Lego roof tiles over and over and over again just to show that, yeah, this is really mind-numbing. Work sucks. And I started to get that feeling. You know, my father worked long hours. And I know this is just a Lego game and it's very abstract. But it's weird how that stuff kind of gets into your brain and how it just kind of... You know, maybe it's the sadness I've been feeling. I've, I've been reading a lot about just the state of the world, I think, is what it is. You know, some kids nowadays, the youngins, they call it doom scrolling. Uh, I've been doing that, but I've actually been trying to read more books, uh, but a lot of uh, current events books, and it's kind of making me generally sad. Uh, I guess you could say, well, uh, you don't have to read that. Uh, but part of me, I think even through this podcast and things about embracing sadness um, I've been thinking about that a lot and I talked to my therapist about it and some of these articles that I'm reading that I'll bring up next episode, uh, because I'm going to play another game that, uh, I've read has to do with sadness. So we'll see how that works out. Um, it's another short game, but I've been talking to my therapist about that. There, there's a difference and, and it's what I've been reading a little bit. There's a difference between depression and sadness. You know, depression is kind of like this all encompassing thing that just, uh, hits you. And for me, sadness, like grief hits in waves. So you know, I'll be fine. And then you'll just get a little tinge of sadness. And, you know, much like grief, they tell you to not run from your feelings of grief or your feelings of um, 
loss, uh, you know, it'll wash over you like a wave and just sit in that feeling. And I think that's important. And I feel that way with my sadness, you know, to just sit in my sadness and realize, okay, I'm sad. Why am I sad? Here's the reasons why. Uh, you know, it could be anything from something I just read about the world to something I just heard. I've been listening to some current events podcasts, uh, stuff like that. Um, listening to that. Uh, I do try to stay up on media. I consider myself more left uh, left of center, but I do try to watch conservative media because I want to understand points of view. Um, I listened to Ben Shapiro. I heard an interview with Ben Shapiro and Russell Brand. He's a British comedian. He's got his own podcast called Under the Skin. I was listening to that, and it was a good thing. Uh, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro all the time. I think I'm an 80-20 split. Uh, but I did see his point of view. I've also been starting to listen to the uh, Free Range American podcast, Uh, a bunch of former ex-military. You know, I don't always agree with them, but they do talk a lot about creativity on the show, and I I enjoy those talks, you know, because they are creating content. Uh, They're making funny videos. I've seen some of their Black Rifle Coffee Company videos. They're very funny. And, you know, when they talk about stuff like that, uh, that's the things I enjoy. Um, Again, I'm left of center. And they have a different perspective than me, obviously, being former military. So it's interesting to hear their perspective on the world. It seems like I've said many times that I'm from Washington State. They've had many people from Washington State lately on their podcast. It just happened to be a friend recommended the podcast uh, to me. And so I started listening. Uh, They're very, they're good. They're well-spoken. And again, I don't always agree with them. But, uh, you know, welcome to America, I guess. I don't always have to agree with you, but, you know, I, uh, you know, you have the right to say what you want as long as you aren't hurting uh, people. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's this kind of stuff like this sadness I've just been feeling. And so I've really tried to center myself and, like, figure out why am I feeling this? You know, uh, why is this, why is this uh, coming up? And this game uh, kind of hit that a little bit. I got recommended by a lot of different video game podcasts I listen to. Uh, but... Um, you know, a lot of people said, strangely enough, it's only two hours, but there is some kind of emotion behind it. And I felt that, you know, uh, you get separated from your father in the game and you, you both have to do these puzzles to like get to each other. And there's an incredible, again, I'm spoiling this game. There's an incredibly heartwarming part at the end where you get together and the music, even though it's very low and chill kind of swells in a way. And it just made me feel uh, good. I had a big smile on my face, uh, the beginning when you start a campfire, uh, the ray tracing was kind of working when I was playing it, and it looked beautiful to put a little red-hot uh, Lego coal on the fire. Uh, you build a shelter for your kid. Uh, you have to go. Um, again, there's all these kind of like feels in the game that I think are pretty amazing. Um, and it just reminded me of my dad. I think some of it I was reflecting, for whatever reason, on Twitter. Uh, I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but if I have, uh, you'll excuse me, but well, probably not, because I don't think I started the podcast in, but years ago, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 came out. Uh, great movie, right? But I watched it on, like, the anniversary of my father passing away. So if you haven't seen the movie, general part, general uh, just pitch of the movie is Star-Lord, Chris Pratt's character, finds his father. And you think, that was a little bit like, ooh, it's going to be rough to watch, you know? It was the anniversary of my father passing away. Um, and... Then he does something that's so stereotypical, but something my father and I did. It was very difficult to watch. He played catch with his dad. They play a song in it. It's played a little bit for laughs, but it's a little heartfelt. They they throw like an energy ball back and forth. And people were kind of chuckling in the theater because it's like this funny moment. 
but it really hit me because my dad and I, uh, where he lived, where we lived together, uh, there was like a communal backyard that was very big. So it was kind of the backyards for four different houses, but it was massive. There was no fences. And him and I used to play catch uh, in the backyard. And again, it's so stereotypical, uh, probably a little bit of Americana, but it kind of hit me when I was playing that or you know watching that to see uh, Star-Lord and his father uh, toss the ball back and forth. Um, and I felt this way kind of playing this game that... Yeah, my, did, my dad did teach me to build things. He didn't teach me to build bridges across waters. We never played Legos together. But it's that thing of like, oh, yeah, we got to get to each other. I remember when he passed away, I had these massive, these not massive, I had dreams about him where we would miss each other, like in a real space, in the dream. So he would try to go to invite me to dinner. Uh, he wouldn't say where, but there was a restaurant that we both went to when I was growing up. So I'd go there. You know, we went to a couple of different restaurants and, and he would call in the dream and say, where are you at? And I'm like, you know, and this was pay phones. Even in the dream, I used a pay phone. And I was like, oh, I'm at X place. And he's like, oh, I'm at Y. And I was like, all right, well, I'll come to uh, Y. Uh, and so then fast forward in the dream, I would get to Y and he's not there. And then I would call the other place and they're like, yeah, he's here. And I'm like, why did you go to X? I told you I was going to Y. And he's like, all right, uh, stay there. Um, and we would just miss each other like that. And I would wake up in this weird panic of, you know, missing my dad. And uh, so there was these parts in the end of the game where you, the little Lego minifig uh, and the father minifig, the father and son get separated. And you're trying to do these things to get back to each other. And I was like, oh, all right, um, I guess I could do this. Um, it was really good. I will say towards the end, it's like a good book where you kind of speed up but they keep throwing puzzles at you. So there was one puzzle at the end I looked up because I was like, I want to get to my father. <laughs> um, luckily, someone did a walkthrough online. Again, it's a short game. So I was just able to skip to that puzzle. So, you know, you can come at me in the comments or write me an email at GWGPodfellows and tell me how I screwed up and looked through a walkthrough for one puzzle. But most of the puzzles are well done. Um, I mean, that's kind of the point, right? You the build up the climax of the two minifigs getting together and kind of existing in the same space and how important that is, um, you know, and then finally getting together, you get this relief. And then and then before you can go to the end, uh, they have one more puzzle. And part of me thought, can we please just get home, <laughs> which is by design, right? They want you to be like, just let's just end this. Um but we did, and what I like about the credits is the team seemed to be about 12 or 16 people, so not a lot, and they just basically said, uh, you know, thanks for playing, uh, just thank you, uh, they had some thanks, uh, I think it was published in America, but again, it was a European company uh, from the Lego company, and it was called Lightbrick Studios, I don't know if they're going to release anything else, but again, if you want something more abstract, Kind of like last week when my wife and I played uh, Mordrick, which I think even I misspelled it. I think I made fun of, because uh, I was listening to my podcast to try to improve. And I was talking to my wife like, yeah, in this review, they really blew it. This big publication, they misspelled uh, Mordrick and uh, Mord Mordred. And she said, oh, that's, you know, whatever she said. Oh, really? Wow. Um, and I did, I think, when I described it. So I apologize to the developers. Um, it's very European. But just like last week, it was more abstract. What did you take from that? What did you get from this? This is more abstract, but it definitely threw the kind of, 
excuse me, the smaller scope of the game, the puzzles kind of reinforces this idea of the father and son. And, uh, you know, it hit me, uh, you know, it hit me, uh, it made me feel something. So I think there is a conversation to be had in games about, I don't know, everybody talks about like, why do you play games? I don't understand. I mean, I don't, most of people I know play games, so they don't really do this. But if you meet older people and you ask them about playing games or talk about playing games, if it just comes up, they're like, oh, I don't understand that. Why do you do that? You know, uh, that's why we do it. You can you can do things like make a Lego game that makes you feel something for a father and son as they emote their way through, you know, 20 or so puzzles. And um, that's something that I like and want to champion. And especially someone like me who's experienced grief, who has lost their father, um, you want to have this moment, this kind of feeling that, y- you know, you want games like this to evoke an emotion. And you want to be able to feel something uh, for the people and everything. You know, like, you don't just want to throw something out. You know, they, they, they obviously spent a lot of time developing this game. And you don't want to go like, oh, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of fun, I guess, you know, to do the puzzles. That's it. But, you know, I think the thing with the father and son obviously is the real selling point of the game. And I, I've actually been thinking this a little bit as a slight aside uh, for movies um, and books. Uh, you know, a lot of people, again, like video games, they don't understand like genre, uh, pieces. Like I don't, why do people like horror? Why do people like science fiction? Why do people like fantasy? You know, why do people like detective novels? And what I like about those, it is a great way to kind of show, uh, kind of current events or social things or, you're able to package something that may be too, I don't know, it seems like you're preaching to someone or talking down to them. If you were to just write an essay or do a podcast talking about current events or social issues, but if if you uh, write a story, you know, set in, uh, you know, Star Wars is the best example of a resistance force against an oppressive government, really. Um I'm not going to get too political, but that's basically what Star Wars is. You know, the little guy, David and Goliath. I mean, it's an old story that's been told over and over again. But, uh, you know, that's what you can do with genre fiction. You know, um, you can rap, uh, you know, in zombie uh, horror. You know, everybody makes the joke about zombie horror movies and shows. uh, But you take, you really, you know, when the metal meets the road and you see you know, there's the end to the world, uh, you see how people behave. And that's what, you know, like The Walking Dead can do so well, all the dawn of the living dead. You get to see how horrible people are instead of just making a movie about how horrible people are, which feels like you're being preached to or, again, talked down to. And I don't think anybody enjoys that in a movie. But I think genre fiction, uh, whether it be books or movies or whatever, is a great way to wrap around you know, wrap up like, hey, I really want to say X, Y, and Z. Uh, here's a clever way to do it. You know, even if you don't agree with people politically, uh, you know, like uh, the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's um, company, I guess he runs it with some other people like Michael Knowles and I think Mark Levin. Anyway, they made a movie about uh, run, run, shoot, fight or something like that uh, about a school shooting. And I heard mixed things about the movie, but they can take something like, an action movie uh, based on a school shooting and say something about school shootings. Now, I haven't seen the movie, but that's what they can do. 
You know, I wrote a movie years ago about someone not really liking their job and just being really burned out because I was burned out and didn't like my job at the time, but it was wrapped in this kind of fantastical story. Um, and, and you can do that with fiction. And I think, again, to bring it back to this game, it's a great way to show a father and son bonding and going through these moments and just making about two mega Lego minifigs uh, or, you know, the equivalent uh, before the minifigs. So, yeah, I definitely recommend. Uh, it's called um, Lego Builder's Journey. It's on Steam. It's $19.99. It's on phones. It's on iOS. I don't know how much it is on iOS, but I can't imagine they would charge $19.99. It would probably be a few dollars. Uh, it's only about an hour and a half to two hours long, depending on how long you take with the puzzles. Um, but go for the puzzles. Stay for the feelings. That's what I'll say. So I recommend it. Um I will definitely, again, talk more about sadness next week because, uh, yeah, again, I'm researching that a little more and feeling that, so I kind of want to articulate how I feel about that more, so I'm reading some stuff right now on it, and uh, I think that's it, you guys, I think, uh, and ladies, um, I think that's it, people, uh, be safe, um, if you have to wear a mask, wear a mask, uh, if you're vaccinated, great, if you aren't vaccinated yet, get vaccinated, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, you guys have a good week. I will talk to you later, but I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning, 7 a.m. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Um, or you can go to uh, Google, the Google Play Store, or iTunes, subscribe to the podcast there, leave me the ratings, this, you know, everything, the, the stars, the ratings, the reviews, all that kind of stuff. Or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, write me a line, let me know what you think of the show, how you heard about the show, what I can do to improve. Or you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. And I think with that, everybody, I am done. Have a good week and be safe. Bye.